you know, it's 2023, political correctness and all that stuff. And these folks are saying, fat man, clearly, listen, fat man, fat man. Who are they talking about? It's not right. Can't help it if the dude's a little overweight, maybe even obese. Fat man, fat man, over and over. Teasing. Can't believe that. Na 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 na. Fat man. Jeez. It is New Orleans. There's some chunky folks in and around the Crescent City. I got got to get rid of something around this little tire thing going. I feel like that Michelin dude. And then I don't think a man's supposed to have any kind of, you know, brassiere needs. I don't know if I'm there yet, but I'm getting pretty darn close. I need to burn some fat. Are you kidding? Corey Johnson with you. Yeah, you right. Got a good one lined up for you on a Thursday afternoon. Chock full. Two big hours that you'll get nowhere else. Taking on all the topics that you want to hear about, want to know about, always, and taking on topics that the other guys are oblivious to, unaware of for the next few days, maybe forever. Thursday afternoon edition of the program, thanks so much for joining us, yeah, you, right, a typical, I shouldn't say typical, how can I say typical when it's 98 degrees, it's not a typical Summer afternoon. Scratch that off the sheet. 98 degrees right now. Tomorrow's high is 99. Saturday's high, 99. Sunday, 98. Monday, 98. Tuesday, 98. There does, there does appear to be some type of break mid next week where we get back to the mid nineties. Keep fingers crossed because yesterday that wasn't the forecast. I saw Margaret Orr over at Channel 6 with some 100, 101 things up on the board. Uh, 99, 100, 101. I mean, it's right there. It's harsh. It's brutal. It's hot. 98 degrees. Feels like at least 108. I'd say 108 to 115 feels like temperature in the metro area and beyond. Yikes. Stay hydrated. Lots of agua, lots of water, a lot of H2O. I keep saying this, but I'll say it again since we've hit these temperatures. What, like three, four weeks ago, we had like a four or five day stretch and I mentioned it. And then when this gimmick started that was supposed to end last week, I mentioned it at the beginning of last week, been mentioning it every day since. Vulnerable people, you know. That might be elderly or have health conditions and don't, don't have air conditioning. Besides going to check on them, go pick them up, get them in the car at the very least with air conditioning for a few hours. Go shopping, bring them when you go grocery shopping, the grocery stores, your air conditioning. They can sit on a bench inside most stores. I mean, Rouse's, they've got tables and chairs and benches. Go to the, to the, to the mall, lakeside, enormous. Sit and watch people going by for a few hours. Get lunch. Stay in the air conditioning. 
libraries in the neighborhood, public libraries, community centers, all have air conditioning. Head to one of the college campuses, Loyola, Tulane, Xavier, Dillard, UNO. Go inside of one of their air conditioning buildings. Walk through. Just get some air conditioning. Got to get air conditioning. Got to get folks that don't have AC and it's 98 degrees, feels like 108 to 115. No, we've had a handful of heat-related deaths in New Orleans because these aren't our regular temperatures at all. And it continues. It's kind of crazy. Speaking of crazy, es loco. This isn't crazy. The city council today votes to put the city-owned Pontalba apartment up for lease. Time for the entitlement mayor to go rent a place like everyone else. Goodbye to this illegal perk, in my opinion, and people that are a lot smarter than me above my pay grade that do it for a living. Lawyers, legal folks, illegal perk, just interpreting Louisiana's constitution, not part of the job. You don't get this apartment. It's not the governor's mansion. It's not the White House. Previous mayors never made it my apartment, quote, my apartment, and lived there, moved their stuff in there, and and took occupancy of the place. Never has happened in the past ever with any mayor. Not for any long period of time, especially going on what? Two years now? It's going on like two years. I think this fall, November, will be about two years. This Thanksgiving. And it may have started earlier than that. Insane. Just a crazy perk that's now going towards 70000 bucks at an insanely low rent. A rent of about half of what it should be. Anyway, so the mayor, by a city council vote of four to two, passes an ordinance putting the city-owned Pontalba building up for lease. The mayor's got to go. I think the ordinance even has a two-week period where she's got to get out, if I'm not mistaken, two weeks. Four to two, seven council members. Oliver Thomas, who joins us in about eight minutes, voted against the ordinance so did Eugene Green voting against the ordinance. Helena Moreno, J.P. Morrell, Leslie Harris, Joe Jeruso all voted for the ordinance, four to two. Freddie King, MIA, according to his people, he contracted uh, H, uh, uh, COVID, Corona. He's out with Corona. He positive tested a few days ago. So Freddie King, according to his folks, positive test for Corona. He can't go down to the council. That's He shouldn't be voting. But I asked and, and didn't get a reply back yet, at least, on how will Freddie King vote on this. The mayor plans to veto this. The mayor... Just a few hours after the council votes to put this city ordinance in play, the Pontalba apartment will go up for lease. The mayor plans to veto this city council ordinance. Two-thirds of the council needed to override 
two-thirds of seven is like 4.6. So five of seven council members needed. Does Mayor Cantrell feel Freddie King's going to vote like Oliver Thomas and Eugene Green and she'll get to keep the crib? Or will Freddie King be voting with the other four council members and override the mayor's veto and force the mayor out of the Pontalba? I'll ask Oliver Thomas in about seven minutes when he joins us live on the program why he voted against this. I don't know if that's in Oliver Thomas's best political interest. He could be a mayoral candidate in about 18, 20 months from now, a year and a half or so. Mayor's got, what, a little over two years left in her term? Oliver Thomas, I would consider probably the favorite to be next mayor of the city of New Orleans. It's deja vu all over again, like uh, Yogi Berra once said. Hey, they're opening up for dinner in about 45 minutes. Trey Yen in Mandeville. That's a nice way to end the Thursday evening. Get a to-go order going. They've got curbside delivery. You pull right in front. They walk it right out to your car. That's tough to beat. It's not Chinese food. It's Chinese cuisine. It's Trey Yen. Or dine at Trey Yen on a Thursday. Get the weekend jump started. For you North Shore folks, at the foot of the causeway in Mandeville. For you South Shore folks, 25 short minutes from Lakeside Mall, right across the causeway, you're at Trey Yen in Mandeville. 25 minutes door to door. Chinese cuisine, not Chinese food. It's special, worth the drive. Trey Yen in Mandeville. If you go with a group, like four or more, order the honey pecan shrimp entree as an appetizer. Boy, is that a good dish. Or get it as an entree if no one wants to split that up as an appetizer. Love me some Trey Yen. I'm there like once a week. Anytime I'm in Mandeville, I try to make Trey Yen part of the trip. Oliver Thomas joining us in less than five minutes on the program. You're always welcome. 766-9480. Area code 504 766-9480. Corey Johnson with you. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit Portnola.com. When a young man comes in and they walk into our store and you can see they're a little intimidated. Last week, I saw the young man. I said, hey, what can I do to give you a hand? He said, well, I'm here for an engagement ring, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So I got him to my desk and within an hour, he had purchased an engagement ring, had spent $1,000 and he was treated like he spent a lot more. And I'm sure we have a customer for life. My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets.
Why wear the same old glasses that everyone else is wearing? Stand out from the crowd. Come to Art and Eyes. Art and Eyes is not your typical eyeglasses store. It's one of the finest eyewear shops in the country, right here in New Orleans, with precision-engineered prescription lenses and gorgeous high-quality frames from the heart of Europe, Japan, and the United States. Our products are thoughtfully curated, and our staff are here to help you find exactly the right frames. Art and Eyes on Magazine, as unique. As you, Dave Miet Insurance Agency, Auto Home Flood Business, five zero four five five six zero eight zero nine. Dave Miet Ins Agency dot com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency, Auto Home Flood Business, five zero four five five six zero eight zero nine. Dave Miet Ins Agency dot com. Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. That's what I said. That's French for bread. Leidenheimer. The French bread of the city of New Orleans. Good to the last crumb. Leidenheimer French bread. Treyen in Mandeville. A New Orleans tradition for over 40 years. Serving the finest Louisiana-inspired Chinese cuisine. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Treyen. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five airy locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com Francesca Deli and Pizzeria has over 15 specialty sandwiches, a big 10-ounce burger, and some of the best pizza in New Orleans. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria, on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview, between Canal Boulevard and West End. Did you know Rouse's sells only Angus beef? Angus beef's natural marbling means more succulence and flavor. Whether you choose Rouse's USDA Prime, Choice, or Select, it'll be only Angus beef when you get it at Rouse's. Tastes like home. River City's Total Maintenance Keeps You Cool, New Orleans. NOAAC.com is your cool spot. Yeah, you, right. Another scorcher out there. Oliver Thomas, New Orleans City Councilman, joins us. I asked him to turn the air conditioning and crank it up, and I don't know. It's still hot out there, Oliver. 98. Feels like 108. What's going on? Uh, Feels like, man, feels like 100 plus every day. Uh you know, I grew up a kid without central air and all of that stuff. And when we did get an air conditioner, it was in my my parents' room. Uh, but I've never seen it this consistently this high. No, exactly. You know, just, yeah, yeah. Never high nineties. No, no. I'm just glad we don't have a disturbance out there in the Gulf because it would be the humidity 
and the temperature would be like a magnet. That would be yeah, a disaster. You're right about I mean, that. Would be for disaster. Yeah. Hey, Oliver, in like, I don't know, 18 months or so, when you're running for mayor, I've got a campaign slogan for you. <laughs> oh, man, Lord, you know, they're already trying to assassinate me. Don't put a bigger bullseye. <laughs> you ready What's for it? What's the slogan? We be digging. <laughs> and you got two things. One, you get, dig little holes because we're going to replace the, the tree canopy that's missing in New Orleans so we can we don't have to bake at 112 degrees like we're doing today. And second, oh and second you're going to dig big holes, and it's going to be retention ponds all over the city. So those ponds flood, and we pump those out instead of streets and neighborhoods. We be digging. Oliver Thomas, number 17. <laughs> Hey, 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 Corey, I know you're having fun, man, but let, let me tell you something, right? The one thing we learned was that if we had learned to live with the water and fight against it, yep. and, 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 and you, like me, you know the history of the city, right? If we had left a lot of those little canals that run through the city, man, they could be part of our natural topography, man, and economic development. We could have been the Amsterdam uh, of the United States, but we actually covered it up, fought against the water. Yep, and uh, we're actually paying the price for it now. So that's that's you're actually correct, and it's one of the things. Hopefully, we can do moving forward is with sustainability and reliability. Let's go back to what our natural topography used to be, man, and, oh. uh, and live with and live and benefit from water. You're right. No, that should be you know, it should be like Florida down in South Florida, like, like how we did Venetian Isles way out in the Far East. That's right. Should have been a lot Absolutely. more of that canals, bayous, streams, waterways in the backyard, you know that kind of stuff all over the city. And we take, uh, think about it. Take think about it. Right, where uh, Venetian Isles is, is is located, they never get wiped out like parts of the city get wiped out. No, because the they're built up on fingers and the waters below them. But, they're built to live with it. You're yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah, it works. It goes right around them. Oliver Thomas is with right. us, New Orleans City Councilman. Hey, the council today voted to put the city-owned Pontalba apartment up for lease. <laughs> a a four-to-two yeah. vote. You're laughing. What's so funny over there? Man, I'm just ready for the next soap opera, man. I'm kind of I'm over this one, right? And, uh, you know, Councilmember uh, Green kind of gave a statement and I just cast my vote. It, it's, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm finished with it. And, and, and like him, I, one thing I do agree is that, you know, it seems like all other mayors, uh, are going to be held to the same standard as just the same way, uh, is this man. And we, it, that's not fair, nor, not, not, nor is it the right thing to do. And then there was a wonderful comment by Mr. Burnside, somebody who, who, who uh, often attends the council and, and gives comments on a lot of the issues. Let's take a look at the entire city inventory. If there are any assets that the city owns, why are we piecemealing here? Let's take a holistic look at it. Do this, does the city even want to own the Pentalba? What is it? What does it work? What can you do better uh, uh, with those resources? So, you know, it, it seemed to to me is like this was just about uh, Mayor Cantrell, and that's just not the way I legislate. No, I get it. Uh, but but then you guys better bust your tail and figure out all these scenarios of what creative deviant people 
in public power can come up with and do. I mean, the reason, Oliver, that, you know, there wasn't an ordinance that was tighter is because no one ever took advantage, took advantage of the situation like the mayor. She's been there almost two years it's a city-owned apartment. No single mayor in the history of our city, you know it, I know it, took ownership of that apartment, said it's, quote, my apartment, lived there month in, month out. Their soap was there, their toothbrush, their clothes, their sheets on the bed. No mayor in the history of this city. I don't even care if there's a pandemic, hurricane, whatever going down. Never. And this mayor is totally <laughs> abusing it and taking it as a – it's really an illegal perk. I just don't understand why anyone would vote for any public official to have access to that for personal use, not public use. And and my ordinance uh, dealt with it last time in terms of personal, personal use. And everybody agreed with it, I think, except Councilmember uh, Morell. But, but think about it. You just said it, right? When do we start legislating deviant behavior from one individual or trying to predict whether one individual's deviant behavior or behavior outside the norm or even, or even outside the rules of the law should be predicated to everybody else? I'm never going to do – now, people can agree or disagree, right? But I don't deal with public policy like that. Now, if we're going to deal with it holistically in terms of city assets – then it, was, it has to be consistent across the board. I just, and, I just don't know if that. Not. I don't know if that's realistic though, because like, what if next week the mayor all of a sudden we find out was hosting parties at the gal at the uh, Gallier Hall and, and, and not paying the city any fee and just hey, I'm the mayor. That's a building I get to use as mayor. That's my building. Then I mean, I, I, I just. I just think it's blatant abuse, Oliver, and uh, I don't know. I hope you'll reconsider when this veto vote comes because Freddie King didn't vote, and I don't think the mayor would veto it if she didn't think Freddie King's voting your way and Eugene Green's way. Well, well, look, Freddie, Freddie was out sick, and no one yep. asked me to vote out of the way. If, if you if you would follow my comments the last time, I came up with what I thought was a compromise because I, I didn't think it was the right thing to do to judge other mayors and in many cases cast uh, aspersions without even giving them the benefit of the doubt. Now, and you said it, no one else has used it in this way. So why, why, you know, why are we going to legislate by one individual, by one individual's uh, Because she was the created deviant that broke the rules that, that no one else broke in the past where she's using it for personal use. And it's just, well, overt you, look, and obvious. You and I, you and I, yeah, you and I agree on, on a lot, but but on this one, I'm <laughs> this, I'm, be, I'm I'm beyond this uh, this particular soap opera. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, with you on got, that. We 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 got other we got other stuff uh, to to do in this city. Agreed. Instead of where Mayor, Mayor Cantrell lives, and we haven't come together, Corey, on any of those other issues. If you look at how we've dealt with the council and this mayor since we've been in. Every council meeting, every council meeting, there's an issue dealing with stuff where the city council as a whole and the mayor as a whole are not on the same page with the important issues of this city. You're right. And, 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 you, and you were around in the 90s when we had a city council that held up a whole mayor's budget where they flooded the city hall with 300 business people, uh, but that bad council held up, y'all can't get paid. And we moved beyond that to deal with crime and a lot of the issues in this community. That's the kind of movement we uh, we need right now, and, and, and we don't have it. 
Oliver Thomas is with us, New Orleans City Councilman. No, I, I, I would agree with you on a lot of that. And there's a lot more important things to vote for. Will you do me a favor later today? Yes. When yes. your friends and confidants and even political advisors go, Oliver, that, that Johnson kid's right, man. Uh, you might be running for mayor. <laughs> you don't want to be on the wrong side of this vote <laughs> on that Pontalba. Give me, just text me a thumbs up yeah. no, as that, ha- as those roll in tonight. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, just, I mean, with respect uh, out of you, uh, you're one of the people who cares about the city and the history of this city. But let me, and I'm going to say this, and think about this, right? There are several different communities in this city, and sometimes because of who we are, whether it's race, gender, party, or political affiliation, we talk to different groups, right? And there are different groups that feel totally different about different issues. And and you know I'm not wrong about that, right? Oh, no, you're I not wrong. Down, I, you're not I wrong. can sit down and go to a community meeting, right? And 99% of them will, will, will tell me, man, leave that lady alone. She ain't doing nothing no different. If that's where she want to stay, <laughs> give, her, give, her, give her an extra key. And I'm telling you, telling you there's a lot of people who feel like that oh no i totally agree with you there's a lot of people that think the mayor's doing a great job but uh, as a leader and as as someone i mean i i I say you as a leader me as a talk radio tv host uh i'm gonna try to inform people Mm -hmm. that uh hey you may feel that way but that's an incorrect way to think it's wrong she shouldn't have this perk and uh this entitlement mentality has to stop hey oliver do you have time to stick around for one more segment or no you, no, no, I do. I do. Oh, great. Cause I wanted to ask you a little bit about the police chief search and, okay. and some other okay. stuff that you brought up that really is important. And that's, uh, you know, uh, the, it, the not the soap opera crap. The, the thing. I'll hang, I'll hang on for it. Okay. Perfect. And, and, and real quick, what would be something that will come back on the other side that you think isn't like the soap opera stuff that, is of vital importance outside of the police chief search. Is it still a crime-related thing, or something else comes to top of mind? No, not, and I think solve rates with the police department. Uh, they, they have started to go up, and they've made it. But we have to improve. There are too many people, as well as that whole broken windows theory, right? We're in an environment now from little crimes to big crimes where the, where the criminals are playing the odds. They think they can get away with running red lights, yep. carjacking people, yep. shooting people, and robbing cars. We, we, we can't just focus on one aspect of the criminal justice system. Yeah, hold now. that thought. Let, let, let's let, no, no, you're right. Holistic. Okay. Let's pick it up on the other side. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. <laughs> Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. Woodhousespas.com. 
1970 was an exciting time in New Orleans. The first Jazz Fest was held, the city hosted its first Super Bowl, and the first Helm Paint location opened on Earhart Boulevard. While the floppy disks, mood rings, and pet rocks may have come and gone since the 70s, Helm Paint has grown to become your premier source for quality Benjamin Moore products, competitive pricing, and personal service. Please visit one of our locations today and we'll meet our competitors' prices on any identical product. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, let us steer you in the right direction. Helm Paint and Supply. For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrum family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrum company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrum.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M.com. For over 20 years, serving healthy, fresh, authentic Middle Eastern cuisine, Lebanon's Cafe. In the Carrollton section of Uptown on the streetcar line, Wednesday through Monday, 11 a.m. to 9.30, Lebanon's Cafe. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Ladies and gentlemen, in this Lamarck Automotive Complex is something called Quick Lane. Tires, wheel alignments, you know, struts, servicing your transmission. We're doing all makes and models. It doesn't have to have been purchased from us. It's for you. It handles your lifestyle with your budget in mind. And we want to get you in and out as quick as possible. Quick Lane, you got to come see it. You're going to love the experience. Right there at Williams Boulevard in Kenner. When USA Today ranked the 10 best must-visit New Orleans restaurants for travelers, Mid-City's own Katie's made the list. USA Today says Scott Craig is chef-owner at Katie's, a much-loved Creole-Italian eatery that draws armies of regulars for lunch, brunch, and dinner. A neighborhood spot where locals congregate and New Orleans-style hospitality rules. Indeed it does. Katie's in Mid-City. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. For Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread is more than a vocation. It's a sacred mission. And for five generations, they've used the same time-honored process, baking their signature loaf with its crisp crust and delicate center, unique and still good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po'boy shop, for over 125 years, New Orleans' own Leidenheimer. Yeah, you, right, Crescent City and beyond. New Orleans City Councilman Oliver Thomas is with us. You were talking about holistic approach, solve rate, broken window. The criminals feel they have better odds. Take it from there, Oliver. Yeah, at some point, one of the biggest challenges in the city right now is to get the entire criminal justice system on the 
uh, on the same page. We see uh, a lot better efforts there. Uh, we've heard the Metropolitan Crime Commission as well as other advocates say that they're seeing proactive policing now. Uh, in my district, there's been a 41 percent reduction in violent crime. I think it's 26 percent overall uh, carjackings and uh, major thefts and assaults uh, are down. Now, the only place where we have an increase is in domestic violence and assaults in that area. So something has to be done there. But we have to begin to uh, those uh, uh, petty crimes. Uh, the people who drive around without license plates and expired brake tags and, and no licenses at all, transporting guns, drugs, uh, many of the cars that they use, they, they steal them to use them in assaults and, uh, and, and violent acts against people. And they're driving around unabated through uh, our city. Uh, the traffic lights and stop signs don't mean anything nope. in New Orleans. Uh, uh, you know what we need and to do first, Oliver? Like, I have a little one, two, three tinted window thing. You know, first thing is a ticket. The second, yep. second time it's a harsh ticket, like five hundred, seven fifty, something harsh. Third time yeah, we we, yeah. we take your vehicle and uh, take but but vehicle. here's the weird part, Oliver. We got to start by some of these New Orleans public license plate vehicles making the mm-hmm. tint legal on them. Some of these different agencies they get a city vehicle and they put a they they spend their little agency money on getting a tint job and it's illegal on a city vehicle. It's insane. Uh, you're absolutely correct, and it's already against uh, the, the law. Yep. I mean, uh, yep. you know, you know, yeah. So, you know, I really want to see an effort where look. Uh, I'm really kind of tired of hearing that we don't have enough this, we don't have enough that. People don't want to hear that anymore. But we can begin to use what we have to focus on those crimes and petty crimes that are leading to bigger crimes, as well as the one thing that I've been studying with people like Dr. Sharp, Dr. Penny, Dr. Singh, and many of our noted criminologists, we are not focusing on that uh, 2% that are committing most of the crime. And what you'll remember, what you'll remember this uh, specifically, during the Pennington years, they had that list of about 200 people who were involved in, in most of the most violent crimes. What did they do? They went and got them off the street. Yep. We need to do that now because what we're seeing is and especially the, the report that the sheriff just gave, 900 of the of the 1,000 people, almost 1,100 people that are in jail are the ones who keep coming back. And they've been there before. It, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's about what, Oliver? Like, literally, if, if we got, like, a sweep where the feds and the NOPD and got law Bingo. enforcement, like JPSO coming in and other groups that came in, something planned Bingo. for months, and took out these three or 400 folks, and I'm talking takeout, meaning arresting them all at one time, crime would drop by like 80%, right? You are at, you, Well, hey, man, you must have read the report because the recidivism rate for those group, for, group right now is an all-time high, national high, back at, at, at uh, the uh, Orleans Parish Jail, a, almost 83%. That's crazy. That's crazy. So all you got to do is deal with that group. You would knock out even, 80% of your crime. No, I know it's – I mean, I remember looking at – you remember those doubloon books we had as a kid? I, I've seen the FBI yeah, binder like yeah. you've seen with these three or 400 criminals. Ninety nine percent male. I mean, it's 
They know them. They know by them where they live. They know them by name. The cops arrest them the next day. They drive by, and that criminal's flipping off the cop walking on the street. It's unreal. And I was talking to a couple of uh, retired officers, right? And and then in your theory, in my theory, is tried and true. The carjackers, right, are the people who will rob people or steal people's cars. Whenever they will apprehend them, that and put them in jail, that particular crime went way down. Same thing with the, with the killers and the shooters. Yep. yep. No, it's not thousands and thousands of criminals. It's a few hundred no. absurdly hardened full time criminals. And it's not rocket science. And the one thing that our community is known for, unfortunately, is that we don't have people who shoot one or two people. We have a history of people who that's their mo. Yep. Their mo is murder. Yep. Their mo is is, is violent assault. You know, and and for me, my family has been affected right, personally. You know, a, a, a young man who was raised uh, with our family as a nephew, Nick Harris, shot point blank between the eyes. Crime scene was cleaned up for three hours, and and the uh, the charges were dropped. Uh, my, my niece shot up in the car 57 times. Her whole life has changed. The two bullets to her head and the face, the other girl, was, was killed. So her life will physically will never be the same. Two of the, uh, based, allegedly based on the, 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 the information we got from the street, two of the young men involved in the shooting, well, they've been through the uh, juvenile system like a revolving door. Yep. So we still grief, right? I'm trying to explain to my 13-year-old daughter about why her classmate and friend was killed. He was 13 a, a, a few days ago. A, a, Jules was a wonderful, Jules was a wonderful yeah, young, young man over a game. No, it's, no, it's nauseating. That would get a gun, that would get a gun and hurt someone. No, it's, it's nauseating. It's nauseating. And I hate saying this because it's just, there's nothing positive about saying this and I don't wish this to happen and, the people involved uh, that hear this kind of thing get pissed off at me, and I get it. But um, if Jules was some white kid at Country Day or St. Martin's or something, the black and white community would be freaking out even more than they are right now. Black yeah, folks yeah, but, but, are uh, black folks are immune to this, like white folks are. Oliver, Corey, you have you would have to notice kids just like the if you pull up and see his picture, that smile. This kid was. Absolutely, that the smile was his life. My 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 thirteen year old daughter still doesn't understand. No, I don't get it. I don't get it. But but her, but I don't know why we class. why black and white people in New Orleans think a black life is worth a little less than a white life. I don't get it. And that's true. Well, I'm, I think I'm, even I'm, in the I'm, black I'm community, praying, yeah, 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 I'm praying for a time that we come that our humanity uh, uh, leads us, and I, and I think it's going to. It's kind of really going to take what we do, man, what you do with your show, what I do, what we do with this segment, is really talking about stuff like this, putting it in front, in front of us, and actually working together on these issues. I pray for that time, and especially as an old man with young children, I pray for that time to come sooner than later. Well, it, it's all the same kind of concepts. When you mentioned, you know, uh, uh, we accept these little crimes, and we're mentioning like tinted windows and things like that, you got to enforce that. Uh, the same thing applies to how we live in New Orleans. We ignore the beat up streets. 
where other people come in from out of town and go, my God, how do you accept that? I mean, potholes can be there six months, a year, and we just accept it. I mean, yesterday I did a segment on Claiborne, the middle lane from Napoleon towards the Dome. You can't ride on it. But by Zulu, the street collapse on Broad in three spots. I, mean, I can go on and on and on. How we accept that, how we accept weeds on the neutral ground, how we accept broken stuff, how we accept murder, how we accept murder. Yeah, Canal Street. You got to on a, on a major thoroughfare. You got to drive to the pit, stop, slow down, and on Canal Street. That's just unacceptable. But we accept it. We accept the garbage, the trash, murder. There's something wrong with it. Hey, real quick, Oliver. Like on, on the little small things, and I hate to go from that major heartfelt thing back to this like tinted window type thing. But these four wheelers in Orleans Parish, shouldn't there be an ordinance where a four wheeler cannot be on the ground physically outside of your yard where you're moving it from like a trailer to the garage or from the trailer to a, a repair shop? A four wheeler cannot be started up running on the ground in Orleans Parish outside of someone's own driveway or some ordinance it like that. Already, it is already illegal to have them on city thoroughfares and city streets. Anywhere. You're, you're not supposed to have them. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, their needs, and then immediately confiscated. Immediately confiscated. Well, Councilmember Eugene Green tried to do something with confiscation of vehicles for people who dump. There's some obscure state law, and this is what a lot of people forget, right? Our city charter is tied to the state constitution when you talk about property, rights, and the ability to control revenue within, within the boundaries of the city. At, hopefully at some point we'll be able to change that moving forward, right? But there, there was some type of, of state law that stops us from seizing someone's vehicle. So we got our attorneys looking into that right now. <laughs> and did we Oliver, you should be getting a call. Hey, Oliver, it's Officer So-and-So with the state police. We pulled over that double tractor 18-wheeler in Slidell. We got the truck. We arrested the driver. The, all those tires they dumped, we got them. And you own that truck. The city confiscates that 18-wheeler. Just just like the DEA confiscates the drugs, yes. the money, and the cash. I, I like that idea. I mean, when people are dumping from out of town, Alabama, Tennessee, right. to come to, because you can get off at Michoud and dump tires, and it doesn't cost you five bucks a tire to dispose them in another state, and even paying for the 800 bucks in diesel is cheaper than getting rid of the two tractor loads of tires. Yeah, let's confiscate those trucks. <laughs> anyway, I can go on and on, Oliver. You've got me rolled up. Hey, man, that has to be something the state looks at because Governor John Bell Edwards, when he, when he did this Clean Up Louisiana initiative, we're the dumping ground right now where people drive from other states to dump in Louisiana, from, from Monroe down to Plaquemine. We got to send a message that, man, we're not your dumping ground. Yep. So hopefully the next legislative session will begin to work on stuff like you're talking about because we got to get to the point where they seize, seize the vehicles. Right. Yeah, I agree. Oh, no, and, and all right, all right, Corey. Oliver, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. If that veto on the Pontalba thing comes up, please reconsider. <laughs> all right, man. Bless you, man. Have a good one. Yeah, you're right. I appreciate the time. Oliver Thomas. 
locations. For a day of relaxation or maybe just a quick one-hour getaway, the Metro Area's premier day spa experience is at the Woodhouse Day Spa. And now five area locations. New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge and our newest location in Mandeville. The Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com Young's Dry Cleaning, with two walk-up locations with personal service. Young's on Claiborne and Young's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Young's Dry Cleaning. Call 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. What actually lasts a lifetime? Not much, but at Helm Paint, we have something guaranteed to last a lifetime. Benjamin Moore's Regal Select. This paint and primer in one offers cutting-edge waterborne technology, smooth application, and long durability. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, your New Orleans paint store. From the owners of Katie's in Mid-City and Bienvenue in Harahan, an old-school deli with over a dozen specialty sandwiches. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. Being a part of people's lives from an engagement ring to a wedding band. Before you know it, the wedding day is here and groom and bride are exchanging gifts on that day. And not too long after that, there's baby gifts to have. And I just enjoy being part of other people's family saying, Mr. Friend did my engagement ring and he did my mom and dad's engagement ring. My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, it's open now. We fix cars and trucks. We do all makes and models. And it doesn't have to be a Ford or a Lincoln. It could be whatever you're driving. 32,000 square feet under roof. Now open at 3101 Williams Boulevard. It's all about you, the customer, getting the most for your dollar. I would say the most perfect collision center anywhere. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, 3101 Williams Boulevard. Go check it out. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. For over 120 years, New Orleans' very own Leidenheimer French Bread. Fausto's Italian Bistro and Vets has daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, and their entire lunch menu is available too. Open 11 a.m. through 2.30 p.m. For the finest in Sicilian and Italian cuisine, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day. By river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here. Delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. 
the official afternoon talk show of the city of New Orleans. It's Corey Johnson on the neutral ground. You can say anything you please about me, but don't say anything bad about Blue Boy. Down, Blue Boy. Good buddy. I love hearing Blue Boy barking. Thursday afternoon, Corey Johnson with you, 108 to 115, feels like 98 degrees. I'm going to try to refrain from going off, try to restrain myself. Jeff Dorson's about to join us from the Humane Society of Louisiana. Every Thursday, we toss him a bone, pun intended, Every May, our 10K fundraiser, we raised like almost 12 grand last May for the Humane Society of Louisiana. Now, Jeff keeps me up to date, and if you go to their Facebook page, Humane Society of Louisiana, you can see everything they do. That will make you go to their website, humanela.org, and donate because you care, and you'll see what they're doing, and it's great stuff, humanela.org. Jeff sends me photos and I was like, Oh my God, look, look at this, you know, situation. I'm not, I, I hate to laugh because I'm looking at the photo and I'm just like some goofy redneck somewhere with, you know, dogs and with like cages and kennels underneath some four by four corrugated roof of blue tarp, just crappy conditions to leave a dog out in a field, you know, outside in the sun. And I'm like responding back to Jeff, like, you got him. And, uh, Jeff's like, uh, um, well, we can't, uh, there, you know, it's a very aggressive dog right now. And I was like, I hear you. How do you go from there? And, and he's like, well, we're in touch with the mayor to repair and improve it. So I'm like, you know, doing a little deductive reasoning real quick, like anyone. And I'm like, and then Jeff says, we sent him a list of recommendations. And then, then I'm like, that's not some, uh, I can't use the verbiage, the words on the radio. That's not some, Dopey rednecks backyard question mark. That's the parish animal shelter question mark. Is that what you're telling me? And Jeff responds back. Yeah, that's the city shelter in Simsport in Avoyles. And that's when I'm about to implode like that, that box that with, with the T bar you push and the dynamite blows up. That's about to be me. But then I see a lot of friendly people at a big table and Jeff's talking to them and they seem like they care. And I'm going to try to keep myself together and let Jeff take over. Well, everything you said was accurate. I had the same response. You know, am I a on what planet B what time period? Maybe this was acceptable in the thirties when everybody was in the great depression, but there's no excuse now a hundred years later. And there is no excuse. And the mayor had no real Good answers. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no crap. You can't build that crappy thing under a tree, at least. I mean, my God, it's just the worst thing I've ever seen. There's not some abandoned building that has a slab and you could rent it out for a few hundred bucks and put air conditioning in there. I'm, I'm just blown away that that's the animal shelter. That's a, that's a joke. That's an embarrassment. It should be. And unless you put in the equation somewhere in the equation that you care, then it will stay like that. And the mayor doesn't care. Now, he will tell me otherwise, of course. And I can't believe him because, you know, actions represent what you're thinking. Yep. So really, if you don't care, that's exactly what you get. This run-down, horrible place for any living being right across 
next to the sewer plant so that nobody ever knows that anybody's out there. Yep. There's no security fencing. You can walk up, open any door you want, and take whatever. So none of this has any thoughts. No, or no. It's a, you know, the opposite. They're, they're pretending yep. to care, and they don't care at all. They're sticking it on yep. some lousy piece of city property by the sewer plant, yep. back of town, back of mind. Yep. Forget about yep. it. And then I think the uh, this 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 is the best. This is the great part. This this mayor's a preacher, right? He's like the he's got a church or something. He is. Yeah, yep. that's great. That's great. So he's the mayor. He's a preacher, yet does not give a blank about animals in the least bit. So uh, what what does he talk about on Sunday? I mean, I just people are mind blowing to me. Just the hypocrisy, the the nonsense, the laziness, the BS, the excuse making. My God, Louisiana's broken. Mayor and yeah, preacher. I, I'm so glad you're willing to say it because you know we may think it, but you're 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 actually able to say it into a microphone and make a difference with it. And no, and I'm going to post these photos. In, you know, go ahead. I Jeff. mean, the mayor could have done anything, and he chose not to do anything. So we're not done. It's just a long, heartbreaking process that I have to repeat over and over. It's not the only town with that kind of horrible in, you know, environment for housing animals. But this is I can pathetic. Keep trying or give up. And this I is just pathetic. Don't feel like giving up. There are no walls. It's just a four by fours with like a <clears throat> kind of a BS roof, a blue tarp, corrugated, leaking. No walls, uh-huh. really. A bunch of cages no. and kennels. It's pathetic. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's kennels, I, I thought yeah. it was just some. Absolutely terrible backyard of some dopey person that has like hoarding issues or something. Huh. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but that's, you know, laugh or <laughs> that's cry. why I laughed. Take, take your pick. That's yeah. why I laughed it's earlier. Almost, My God. Yeah. My God. I'm going to post these photos online, Jeff. The stuff yeah. you do is incredible. You're exposing all this. You're the difference maker, man. You, you give me credit. I, all I do is, I, I, y'all are the doing all the grunt work, the hard work, exposing all this. I just mention it for a few minutes. Y'all, y'all are the kings, man. Keep it up. All right. Well, thank you. If you're listening and you care, put gas in our tank. Buy us some, give us some more resources. Become a member. Become a monthly donor. Donate your car. We'll do all the hard work as we do every day. But without more community support, things can't move as quickly as I'd like to. And I need to move quicker. This stuff is not going away with us beating the drum louder and quicker to get to these animals that are out of mind, out of reach, on the edge of town and forgotten about. Do not forget about them. I beg everybody listening. HumaneLA.org. HumaneLA.org. Oh, there's Blue Boy Jeff. I'm glad he's well-fed and happy. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're the man, Jeff. Thank you. Next week, brother. HumaneLA.org. Go to the website and donate. No, embarrassing Simsport of Oils Parish. Just beyond pathetic. Five o'clock powwow and next. With Corey Johnson. On TV on Cox Channel 4 and Spectrum Channel 333. Also on YouTube, on radio at NOLA Talk, 93.9 FM, WSLA, New Orleans. Hi, it's Ken Friend from Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Come see us over on Maple Street in Uptown. Friend & Company Fine Jewelers, Breitling Time, 5 p.m. Rouse's, New Orleans Grocery Store. Rouse's has the only full-service grocery stores both in the French Quarter on Royal Street and in the CBD on Barone in the old Sewell Cadillac building. 
The Rouses on the River, Chapatulas at Napoleon, is in a century-old warehouse. And uptown, on Ferret at the corner of Valence, is Rouses' all-new boutique store. With seven locations in Orleans Parish, Rouses is New Orleans' grocery store. Rouses Markets. Taste like home. That's what I said. That's French for bread. Leidenheimer. Five generations. Family owned and operated. Leidenheimer French bread. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer or prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. Ford F-150, number one seller in America. What about in the USA? Uh, let's see, what about in the world? Who sells more trucks than Ford? Nobody. It's because the Lamar team is the real team. All that makes it happen is one goal. Everybody having a great experience at Lamar Ford. We became number one for a reason, because we're good. And we need to prove it every day, every deal, all the time. Here's New Orleans native son, Corey Johnson. New Orleans City Councilman Freddie King joins us. Corey, I want to uh, first say thanks for having me. And believe it or not, man, I used to listen to your show all the time uh, driving home. So uh, it's an honor to be to be on. Freddie, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, it, it's an honor to have you on the program. Thanks. The official afternoon talk show of the city of New Orleans. It's Corey Johnson on the neutral ground where New Orleans is heard. Hi, this is Joey Helm. My dad, Bunky Helm, had a vision. A vision of a locally family-owned store serving the residential and commercial paint needs of New Orleans. I think dad would be proud of today's Helm paint and decorating. And here's why. We have the best technical staff in the business, providing the best color matching service in Southeast Louisiana. Perfect matching for any color and any brand. And we'll save your colors so you don't have to save those old cans. Helm paint offers free two-hour delivery. Our in-store decorators will assist you on deciding what color and type of paint to best showcase your home. But most importantly, as your local independent Benjamin Moore dealer, our products provide the greatest value in the paint industry, superior coverage, and Benjamin Moore paint simply covers better and lasts longer. New Orleans is a city of vibrant color, and no one else provides the paints of New Orleans like Helm Paint and Decorating. Visit any of our six locations or online at HelmPaint.com. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. 
My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrum family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrum company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrum.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M.com. What a good show. You can't help but smile when you hear this song. The Jeffersons, what an incredible program. For all you kiddies out there, check it out on YouTube. You'll enjoy it. Cutting edge from 40 years ago, 45 years ago. Are you kidding me? 50 years ago. All right. Mr. Drew Brees. Yeah, you right. From La Jolla, California, his compound. Actually, I believe he might be in New Orleans. He might be staying at his multi-million dollar pad at the Four Seasons on the river. You know, his New Orleans apartment. That condo. Yeah, it's a pickleball championship coming up this weekend. Drew Brees is taking on John McEnroe. Now, personally, I I wouldn't bet against John McEnroe. That's just my take on it. I know it's not tennis. I know it's pickleball. I know the the fans locally are going to think Brees, great athlete, hyper competitor, 20 years younger than then uh, McEnroe loves pickleball. McEnroe supposedly likes pickleball, plays it, is one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Uh, might be 20 years older than Breeze, but, I mean, the pickleball court's not that big. It's not like a tennis court getting around like that. I wouldn't bet against John McEnroe. I would bet John McEnroe beats Drew Breeze in pickleball. Jason, do you think... uh Frank the Hammer Smith is available. Do you think there's a line on a... Why don't you Google that if there are odds on... Yeah, Drew... The the, the Drew Brees, John McEnroe, pickleball match, betting odds. I'd like to know if sports wagering has odds on that. I would guess that... I mean, I don't know. That's tough. What are the bookies thinking? I don't know if they're... I don't know if they're thinking like I'm thinking. I, I, I would bet on McEnroe to win that. 20 years older than Breeze, one of the greatest ever. What makes it interesting, Breeze is hyper competitor. Breeze loves pickleball. What makes it interesting, Jason, Drew Breeze was an all-state tennis player in Texas. He was all-state in Texas, which is like a whole other country. 
And I don't mean it like the way they hype it. I mean like I've driven on I-10 across the state of Texas. It's like a 1,000 miles across, literally, 900-something miles. It is like a whole other country, especially West Texas. Those orange hills, no population, like a whole other country. Anyway, are there odds on Breeze's pickleball with McEnroe? I might be. We'll ask Fletcher Mackle tomorrow, our Fridays with Fletch segment. Drew Brees, pickleball. Anyway, yeah, I wouldn't bet against McEnroe, but I think I'm, I'm on the, I think most local fans obviously think Brees, 20 years younger, pickleball ain't pro tennis, McEnroe's 60 something, blah, 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 blah. Corey mentioned Brees was all state in tennis in Texas, didn't know that. That was 30 years ago, you know. So, I don't know. It's pickleball. Anyway, coming to New Orleans this weekend. Got a good one lined up for you in the 5 o'clock power hour. Thanks so much for joining us. 5 o'clock power hour this afternoon. Who's it brought to you by, Jason? Where's that sheet you gave me? 5 o'clock power hour. Where is it brought to you by? Jeez, where is it? I may have to come back to that one. Ah, Leidenheimer. Five o'clock power hour brought to you by Leidenheimer Baking Company. Sorry about that, folks. Sometimes I misplace stuff on the desk. Leidenheimer Baking Company. Leidenheimer French bread. We all know and love Leidenheimer. That's as New Orleans as it gets, huh? They've only been at it since 1896. I bet you in 1896, what, there were about... Maybe 40 states making up the union in 1896. Jason, I'm putting you back to work. 1896, how many states in the U.S.? I'm going to guess about 40 in 1896. So Leidenheimer Baking Company is baking that French bread that's made them famous. They've been doing it for 125 years. In 1896, they're baking that Leidenheimer French bread right here in New Orleans. And there are, (laughs) I'm going to guess 40 states, five generations, family owned and operated, still baking that Leidenheimer French bread in the city. That's what's served in the city's finest restaurants. That's the original po' boy French bread. Good to the last crumb, Leidenheimer, Leidenheimer Baking Company. How many states in America in 1896? 45? No, that, that's probably, that could be right. I mean, the ones you don't have, obviously Alaska, I guess like Oklahoma, I think was late. I think Oklahoma came in around 1890 something. Uh, who else was late? Maybe like Arizona, New Mexico, something like that, you know? Outside of obviously Hawaii and Texas. Anyway. Corey Johnson with you on a Thursday afternoon, 5 o'clock powwow, brought to you by Leidenheimer Baking Company. I got a uh, zip bread t-shirt in that color coming, Jason, from the Leidenheimer website. All cotton, too. Hey, Oliver Thomas joined us in the 4 o'clock hour. The city council voted to put the city-owned Pontalba apartment up for lease. Time for the entitlement mayor to go rent a place like everyone else. Goodbye to this illegal perk by the mayor. 
I mean, the council passes an ordinance that she just ignores. They have to tighten it up and basically kick her out. This one's more ironclad, more concrete. A few hours later, the mayor plans to veto this city council ordinance. They're not kicking me out of my my apartment that I just took that was for official city use, like Gallier Hall, not for personal use, like what I've done, Junkie Cantrell, taken over the apartment, made it my own. I live there. Had Officer Vappy stick around for Cox Cable to show up when the cable guy was installing the cable box because it wasn't needed before because no one stayed there watching TV. Probably wasn't a TV there. The mayor's sheets on the bed, the mayor's clothes in the closet, her toothbrush, her shampoo, all of it, her place. She calls it my apartment, puts up the screen to block the neighbor next door, puts plants on the balcony. We know the story. Living there over two years, just taking it because I'm the mayor and I'm entitled to this, abusing it. No mayor in the history of the city has moved into that apartment and lived there. This is a new one. So the council comes up with this ordinance. Helena Moreno, J.P. Morrell, Leslie Harris, Joe Jeruso all vote for the ordinance. Oliver Thomas, who joined us last hour, voted against it. I told him that's a mistake. <laughs> we agree to disagree. Gimmick, Eugene Green voting no. Freddie Green absent. According to his people, I talked to them. He said he, you know, contacted Corona, COVID, positive test. Oliver Thomas said the same thing. I mean, the mayor, for the council to override the mayor's veto, it would require two-thirds of seven. That's six. That's 4.6. So round that up. That's five. Four people voted for it. Two voted against it. Freddie King absent. His folks would not tell me how he would vote. I mean, would the mayor... Say she's going to publicly veto this if she didn't feel she had Freddie King's backing. We'll try to get Freddie King on the program because if the votes stay the same and I implored uh, Oliver Thomas, Oliver, reconsider if there's a veto override vote. I mean, come on. I didn't really like his reasoning. And then I said, will you send me a thumbs up tonight every time a friend, confidant, political, uh, you know, friend, sends you a text or calls you saying, hey, that Johnson kid was right. You might be running for mayor in 18 months. You don't want some opponent using the baggage that you voted for this perk for Mayor Latoya Cantrell. Anyway, the city council votes to put the city-owned Pontalba apartment up for lease. Time for the entitlement mayor to go rent a place like everyone else. Goodbye to the illegal perk. And then the mayor announces a plan to veto the city council's ordinance. Four to two vote. Freddie King out because of positive COVID test. It'll take two thirds of the council, five of seven to override the mayor's veto. Which way will Freddie King go? Or will Eugene Green go the other way possibly? Or Oliver Thomas? I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know. Hey, when we come back, diversion projects. Don't move. Ooh, la, 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 that's what I said. Ooh, la, 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 la,
Served in New Orleans' finest restaurants, Leidenheimer French Bread. There's a Middle Eastern restaurant that's less than five minutes from where Causeway and River Road meet, Lebanon's Cafe. Convenient to Old Metairie and Old Jefferson. Carrollton at Jeanette on the streetcar line, Lebanon's Cafe. Young's Dry Cleaning, with two walk-up locations with personal service. Young's on Claiborne and Young's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Young's Dry Cleaning, call 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Custom window treatments can enhance the look and value of your home. At Helm Paint and Decorating, we're proud to offer custom plantation-style window shutters by Scandia. Perfect for any window, including large frames, French doors, sliding doors, and arches. American-made SL300 shutters are available in many colors to match your personal decor. We'll come out to measure, and you'll receive fast delivery. Plus, they're virtually maintenance-free. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, let us steer you in the right direction. Helm Paint and Supply. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day, by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. In New Orleans, we don't eat to live. We live to eat. More is better. Scott Craig of Katie's. That is our slogan. More is better at Katie's. It means more of everything. Not just more food, more smiles, more friendship, more love. More, more, more. When you do something, you have to do it right. You know, it's all about more, and it's all more of the good things. Get more at Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com Rouse's Market is hiring. With 65 stores, fuller part-time employment, and flexible scheduling, Rouse's has a job for you. Or maybe even a career. Apply at any Rouse's store or online at Rouse's.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. 
When a young man comes in and they walk into our store and you can see they're a little intimidated. Last week, I saw the young man. I said, hey, what can I do to give you a hand? And he said, well, I'm here for an engagement ring, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So I got him to my desk. And within an hour, he had purchased an engagement ring, had spent $1,000, and he was treated like he spent a lot more. And I'm sure we have a customer for life. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Right, Corey Johnson with you. Five o'clock powwow on a Thursday afternoon. I'd love to hear from South Louisiana fishermen on this topic. Would love to hear from you. Rouse's Markets phone lines 504-766-9480. 504-766-9480. The way you dial up the program, the Rouse's Markets phone lines 766-9480. They broke ground today down near Myrtle Grove in Plaquemin, south of New Orleans, on the nearly $3 billion, $2.9 billion, billion with a B, Mid-Barataria Sediment Diversion Project. It's underway. The politicians, at least, and the business leaders and the golden shovels and the hard hats, you know, shoveling some dirt. Near uh, Myrtle Grove. Lots of controversy. All I can say is it's like crime fighting in New Orleans. Folks that are like against, uh, um, you know, video uh, technology. The uh, Jason, what do you call it? The, uh, you know, video for crime fighting. Uh, yeah, no, when you're shooting someone's face and. Facial recognition technology. Thank you. Jeez, I'm Pete's. The facial recognition technology, which is more than shooting video and going, ah, it's Jason. The facial recognition technology is another tool in the belt. It's not a solve all. It's not, hey, everything, we couldn't have done it without it. But it's, it's one of the many things you utilize and video you utilize along with facial recognition technology and regular, you know, detective work, the whole nine yards. Why would you say no to having that available? It's insane. It's not the the be-all, do-all, silver bullet, problem solver, complete, 100%. But, my God, you want every tool in the tool belt available. The utility belt, the tool belt. You want everything available to you. Folks that are just, I'm against diversion projects. And and their argument is about today's fisheries. About today's fisheries. If every project they want accomplished without diversions, everything else, which I'm for everything else too. Closing up oil and gas canals, planting marsh grass, barrier islands, uh, dredging, pumping dirt, I mean sediment via pipeline to other areas, marsh building, all that marsh creation. I'm all for all of that. But the folks that say they're for all of that and not the diversions, if all of their stuff gets to get, gets accomplished, Barataria Bay turns fresh anyway. The dolphins have to be moved anyway. Oyster fishermen won't be able to have oysters there where they do right now because there won't be enough salt in the water. The same objective, the same goal creates the same new 
ecosystem in New Orleans, ecosystem in South Louisiana. In 20 years, 50 years, 100 years, the goal is there down the road, the future. Not right now, not immediately. Yes, I'm for all those things that do things quicker than diversions do. But diversions build massive, massive land creation. It's just more at a at a slower pace. But it is huge. Like this one diversion will build more land than we've created so far. This one diversion project. It's, it's not about today. It's about tomorrow. I mean, how can creating more fresh water in South Louisiana be a problem? Seriously. We can't be short-sighted. We have to think long-term. It's not about today's fishermen. But today's fishermen... These great people in South Louisiana that bust their tail for us, that we need to do so much more for them, like, I hate to say it, maybe create tariffs on seafood imports, ban seafood imports if they're similar to stuff we have here, like crabs and crawfish and shrimp and trout and flounder, things like that. Just ban the any kind of import of those species. I, 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 I'll talk about anything like that because the fishermen deserve to be treated better. I only eat their f- seafood, their catch. I'm not interested in Chinese crawfish or Taiwanese or farm-raised this or tilapia or any of that. We'll give it, we have the best seafood in the world right here in South Louisiana. So I'm all for that. I, I, I love that. I'm for those folks. They need to be financially compensated. This generation of fishermen. And then new, the, the, the fishing will move south. We're creating more land. We're creating more marsh. We're creating fresh water. That'll create more brackish water. We've already got the salt with the Gulf. There's no downside to this except the impact of today's fisheries. Of the dolphins in Barataria Bay, which used to be totally fresh water. Decades ago, generations ago, I'm all for building barrier islands. We should have a ring of barrier islands, literally, where you could like drive on a car over barrier islands and bridges connecting the barrier islands from south of Lake Charles all the way around Louisiana going into the chandeliers south of Biloxi. All the way, you could like drive on that thing. Barrier islands. All of them that exist, rebuilt. The ones that are underwater, that disappear, there's a ridge, rebuild those above water. I'm all for huge pipes diverting sediment into marsh creation. I'm into planting marsh grass, into closing in oil and gas canals, all of it. And I'm into diversion projects, not against them. Because it's... One of the tools in the tool belt, and we got to use them all. And it's not, boy, we could do this and it would create the same thing. It won't. Does it disrupt today's fisheries? Yes, it's not a positive for today's fisheries or the fishermen that are used to fishing and catching what they catch in the places they catch it. But it's going to create new fisheries of in a different area. It's the opposite story of when we were younger, we used to catch speckled trout here. Now we catch tuna here. You know, I mean, it's like, what about those stories? It's about flipping the script back to that. 
The places that were fresh become fresh again. The places that are salt become maybe brackish. The places that are salt continue to be salt. The Gulf's right there. You're creating land. You're expanding the coast. You're building more marsh. That means more bayous, more lakes, more lagoons, more fresh water, more brackish water, more shrimp, more crabs, more oysters, more fish, more seafood ultimately. No, the the fishermen need to be respected and compensated because this disrupts their livelihood, their lifestyle, their lives financially. There's no doubt they need to be respected and compensated. But also, it's about tomorrow, not today. Most of us won't be around. I mean, you got a, a little baby that was born that's you know, a few months old, that's one, two, three, got a little toddler, five, six, seven. They might live to see a reversal. They might live to see, you know, the things that were lost popping back up again. Now, this is pretty simple. These diversions, green light. But I'd love to hear from the fishermen, 766-9480. Opposing view, I want to learn. I'm, I want to hear it. I'm not going to cut you off. not going to yell at you. 766-9480 is how you dial us up. Rouse's Markets phone lines, 766-9480. Thanks so much for joining us on a Thursday afternoon. Hey, Lebanon's Cafe, how about this? A half dozen lamb chops, two Middle Eastern sides, even a grilled veggie medley. It's like four-course meal, 20-something bucks, six lamb chops, Two Middle Eastern sides, a grilled veggie medley. Lebanon's Cafe, lamb chops, 20-something bucks. Lebanon's Cafe, Carrollton at Jeanette by the streetcar barn. Hey, TV audience, we'll see you manana, Fantasy Friday edition of the program, straight up 4 o'clock. You can continue watching till 6 on YouTube, The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson on YouTube right now. See you tomorrow, TV audience. Yeah, we seamlessly continue till 6 p.m. on the radio. Oh, so fine. 93.9 FM. Thanks for finding us. 93.9 FM. CoreyTalks.com, our website. Live streaming. Lots of links at CoreyTalks.com. Corey spelled K-A-A-R-E. We're on YouTube right now. 4 to 6 p.m. weekdays, live on YouTube. Plus, you can check out yesterday's show, last week's show, last month, whatever. The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson on YouTube. Click to subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Don't cost nothing. Yeah, you can check out Oliver Thomas. We had him on last hour. Talking about the Pontalba apartment and his no vote to the ordinance. Voting to essentially allow the mayor to stay at the Pontalba. I was shocked. Today, the city council voted to put the city-owned Pontalba apartment up for lease. 3200 a month, whatever it was, 3000 go into the city coffers. Voting for that ordinance, Helena Moreno, J.P. Morell, Leslie Harrison, Joe Geruso. Voting against it, Eugene Green and Oliver Thomas. And we had Oliver Thomas on in the 4 o'clock hour to talk about it. You know, Freddie King was absent. He tested positive for COVID. He is out. I talked, contacted his folks. They 
told me as much. I asked his folks, how would Freddie vote? They did not respond back to that, at least not so far. And if you're going, boy, it's irrelevant how Freddie voted. It passed four to two. Time for the entitlement mayor to go rent a place like everyone else. Goodbye to that illegal perk. Hours later, the mayor announced she plans to veto the city council ordinance. And I don't think the mayor would publicly announce that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think the mayor would publicly announce it if she didn't feel she had Freddie King voting her way. It will take the council two-thirds to override that veto. Council President J.P. Morrell already announced today, upon hearing of the mayor's plan to veto it, that there would be a city council veto override vote, which by city charter requires two-thirds of the council to override. That's 4.6, if my math is correct. So you need five of seven, five of seven to override the veto. You got four, Helena Moreno, J.P. Morrell, Leslie Harris, Joe Geruso. You got two against Thomas and Green. Will Oliver Thomas reconsider? I'm going to ask Eugene Green the same question. But it's really down to Freddie King if it comes to a veto override vote. Freddie King legitimately out with positive corona test. Shouldn't be at the city council today working. But J.P. Morrell promises a veto, excuse me, override vote. What will Freddie King do? Vote yes and essentially oust the mayor from the Pontalba apartment. Or vote no and the mayor gets to stay, gets to take this Continue to take this illegal perk. It's it's mind-blowing. It's against the Louisiana Constitution. I think Oliver Thomas and Eugene Green need to reconsider. It's not just for this mayor. It's for any mayor. And we know of no mayor in the history of the city. We know of no mayor in modern times, at the very least, that has literally moved into that Pontalba apartment. It's hard to find a mayor that says they slept there. Mark Morial says he never spent a night there. Uh, Mitch Landrew says he never spent a night there. Sidney Bartholomew says he never spent a night there. It, it's mind-blowing. Who knows what C. Ray Nagin did, if how he utilized it. But this mayor moved in. A, an apartment that is known for official use only. She made it for personal use. Literally moved in. Her bed's on the sheet, her clothes in the closet, her towels, her soap, her shampoo in the bathroom, her toothbrush. Insane. Brought a TV in there, had Vappy sit around and wait for Cox Cable to come one day to install cable TV because she's moving and living there. Got to have Cox TV. I hear you, but you shouldn't be living there. Plants on the balcony, the whole nine yards. My apartment, my apartment. Like John Bell Edwards living at the governor's mansion, like Joe Biden living at the White House. My apartment. So the city council is like, geez, have you been there for a year and a half, this free perk? Uh, uh, Office of Inspector General does a 
you know, inspection, investigation into this, has a recommendation that the mayor shouldn't be staying there, might even be illegal. Legal folks are saying it's against the Louisiana Constitution, a elected official taking a free perk, something of value and that they're not entitled to. So the council, because the mayor's belligerent and just stay in there no matter what, cheapskate, tight, whatever, won't go rent a place like everybody else. I don't wish your family problems. Why aren't you staying at home and at the house on Louisiana off Claiborne, Louisiana place, having family problems, whatever. I, I wish the best for you and your husband. I wish any ill will to the mayor personally. And you people that do, there's something wrong with you. Not on, I'm not with you. But the mayor should not be staying there. Should be doing like everyone else, go rent a place. So no, the mayor just stays there. The council has to double down with a new ordinance that kicks her out, and now she's going to veto it. What will Freddie King do? Or will Oliver Thomas or Eugene Green kind of come to their senses? I like both those guys. I think they're reasonable and rational, and you can talk to them and commonsensical. This is a an illegal perk, many would say, legal experts would say. Breaking the Louisiana Constitution this is an elected official. How do you justify the behavior of an elected official taking this free perk, something of monetary value to the tune of at least three grand a month? And then there's the Cox Cable Bill and other expenses, water, electricity. It's like a thirty five hundred could be approaching a four thousand dollar a month perk. Plus, I think if the city did lease it, they could get about five grand a month for it. If they wanted to. The city could rent it for more than what all the other Pontalb apartments rent for. If they wanted. Anyway. Rent it for market value. Rent it for what you rent all the other ones for. Whatever. It would be money generated for the city. That's money that the mayor is indirectly receiving. And it's an illegal perk. And then, I mean, let's just get straight down to it, people that try to justify this crap, uh, that want to live vicariously with the mayor, make it black versus white, uh, Republican, Democrat, New Orleans versus the rest of the state, whatever. How about just simple morals and ethics and integrity? You're raising children what you would teach them. You know, when you're, you know, at church on Sunday or temple or whatever, you're laying in bed tonight, you're about to go to sleep. It's just you and your maker. I mean, what about ethics and morals, integrity, pride and honor? This this just isn't right. It's that simple. Taking advantage of the system. The mayor knows it and doesn't care. And then when it's obvious and she's trying to, you know, it's trying to be stopped, do the right thing. Gets doubles down, gets more belligerent. I'm going to veto this. What's Freddie King going to do? What's Oliver Thomas going to do? What's Eugene Green going to do? Because... Freddie King, right now, he has a pass. He has a positive COVID test. He shouldn't have been at City Hall today to vote. So that's a good thing. Oliver Thomas and Eugene Green voting against the ordinance? 
And Oliver Thomas justifying like, man, you're kind of going after the mayor, this one specific thing. We, we need something more universal that covers anything in the city like this. Well, it's hard to figure out. I mean, the mayor might all of a sudden start renting out Gallia Hall, bringing friends and family to Gallia Hall and put, making the city foot the bill and justifying it as something that benefits the city. I mean, where does it stop these perks? No, that's the, the OIG making the recommendation. I mean, just continues and continues. It's mind blowing. Rouse's Markets phone line 766 9480. Rouse's Markets phone lines 766 9480. I don't like that the fisheries are going to be upset. Local fishermen, human beings, lives. But this is, you know, America and, and, and we get to vote and we have elected officials. Fishermen and, and folks like me. I'm, I'm pushing the message. These fishermen must be financially compensated for their losses. What am I talking about? Something I'm for and most people are for. The only folks that are against it are some local fishermen. And I get it. It's your livelihood. It's what you do. But this is bigger than today and you. And it's about the whole state and the future and people that aren't even born yet. They broke ground today on the $2.9 billion, almost $3 billion bucks, the Mid-Barataria Sediment Diversion Project. It's underway. They broke ground near Myrtle Grove. Lots of controversy. Ironton, Myrtle Grove, right down there. Down to Best Bank. What's that? Down 23 South, heading towards Venice. It's not about today. It's about tomorrow. You need to utilize all the tools available as we rebuild our coast. I want to see barrier islands rebuilt. I want to see huge pipes going for miles, drawing sediment from the river, the gulf, and dumping it in and creating marsh and wetlands. I want to see marsh grasses planted everywhere, cypress trees. I want to see all of that. I want to see oil and gas canals filled in. I'm for all the tools that man has available to rebuild Louisiana's coast. And diversions are a huge part of it. These fishermen that are complaining, and I get it, the fisheries that exist today will be adversely affected. You're bringing fresh water in to Barataria Bay, which right now is brackish, brackish enough to have dolphins and other species that only can live if there's a certain amount of salinity. But Barataria Bay, a few generations ago, never had dolphins in it because it was fresh. There's a lot of brackish water and salt water in South Louisiana that used to be fresh water or brackish. Building Louisiana's coast, rebuilding the coast. I mean, how can creating more fresh water in South Louisiana be a problem? To oyster fishermen it is. It just pushes out the oyster fisheries. We're adding coast. We're adding more fresh water, which means we're adding more brackish water. We're creating more lakes and ponds and bayous and distributaries and all of that. We're creating land and marsh and wetlands. We're growing Louisiana's coast using all means 
at our disposal, including, including diversions. Everything, including diversions, gets us to the goal quicker than using everything, not using diversions, diverting the diversion money to all the other things. It doesn't create it as fast. It doesn't get to our problem being solved. And here's the thing that the anti-diversion folks simply miss. If you do everything you want to do and you reach all your goals, barrier islands rebuilt, oil and gas canals filled in, uh, you know, huge pipes pumping sediment, marsh and, 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 and wetland creation. You do all of this. Barataria Bay becomes fresh water again and the dolphins have to go and the oysters aren't going to be, you know, spawn there and, the shrimp are going to be, you know, going somewhere else when they come in and all of that. If what you want is accomplished, the end result is the exact same. All this land creation changes the ecosystem of South Louisiana and the fisheries. All we're doing is ultimately fish, pushing the fisheries further south where they originally were. But to not acknowledge today's fishermen and compensate them would be ridiculous. They need to be respected. They, I mean, right now we need to protect them in a bunch of other ways that have nothing to do with diversions, imports and Chinese crawfish and all this crap. As a Louisianian, you should never sell out and, you know, buy the Chinese crawfish or go with the pasteurized crab meat from Asia. Or, I don't know why you'd get any kind of seafood we have locally from somewhere else, frozen or shipped in from out of the country. It's insane. And I know what you're saying. Well, Corey, when crawfish are six bucks from China and they're 16 from Louisiana and I want my etouffee, well, you're not getting your etouffee. You're getting some Chinese crappy crawfish. And, you know, my sauce covers it up. I hear you. To me, that's selling out. I would just eat that dish less each season and buy the Louisiana crawfish. I don't know. That's me. I know the stuff's expensive. I get it. The, The... Money is a big factor in it. I'm not denying that. That's why it exists to begin with. No one would buy the crap that we import if the prices were the same. But it's just a far superior product and respect for the fishermen and come on. No, they have to be financially compensated, this generation of fishermen. But these anti-diversion project folks, it's... It, worrying about right now, today, and, and, and missing the bigger picture about tomorrow and getting there quicker and utilizing everything and maximizing it. And scientists disagree that stopping the diversion and putting the 2.9 billion into pumping sediment and through a big pipe and marsh creation and building, you know, uh, barrier islands and planting marsh grass and closing oil and gas canals, putting it towards all that will create The same amount of land or even do it quicker than the diversions is incorrect, is incorrect. No, the the fishermen that tell the stories that have been telling these stories when I was a little boy, when I was, my dad was around, my grandfather used to tell stories of this. It's the reversal of that. It's getting back to when you were a boy, when your daddy was a kid, when your grandfather used to tell the stories of what he remembers. It's getting back to that. And that will affect your fisheries today. So you need to be compensated. That's pretty much it. 
disagree, have a comment or question, I'd love to hear from you. I want to learn. I don't have all the answers, but I do my research. I do my homework. I think I know what I'm talking about. I can be wrong. 766-9480. Love to hear from some fishermen. 766-9480. Hey, I mentioned earlier, Michael Hecht will join us tomorrow, Greater New Orleans, Inc. That segment's always brought to you by Latrum, the global manufacturing giant, Latrum. They're hiring over there a culture of innovation. They're looking for you. Dozens and dozens and dozens, literally. Dozens and dozens and dozens of job openings at Latrum.com. For a full listing of positions available, go to their website, Latrum spelled L-A-I-T-R-A-M, Latrum.com. Rouse's, New Orleans Grocery Store. Rouse's has the only full-service grocery stores both in the French Quarter on Royal Street and in the CBD on Barone in the old Sewell Cadillac building. The Rouse's on the River, Chapatulis at Napoleon, is in a century-old warehouse. And uptown on Ferret at the corner of Valence is Rouse's all-new boutique store. With seven locations in Orleans Parish, Rouse's is New Orleans' grocery store. Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. From the owners of Katie's in Mid-City and Bienvenue in Harahan, an old-school deli with over a dozen specialty sandwiches. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. Why wear the same old glasses that everyone else is wearing? Stand out from the crowd. Come to Art and Eyes. Art and Eyes is not your typical eyeglasses store. It's one of the finest eyewear shops in the country, right here in New Orleans, with precision-engineered prescription lenses and gorgeous high-quality frames from the heart of Europe, Japan, and the United States. Our products are thoughtfully curated, and our staff are here to help you find exactly the right frames. Art and Eyes on Magazine, as unique as you. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. You're listening to The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson. Cotton Bowl winning coach Willie Fritz joining us on the program. Have you ever been part of a game that great? You know, a lot of things happen in the game. You just don't, don't know the script. You got to adapt and improvise. You just got to keep playing hard the whole time. And our guys did an excellent job of that. How big is yesterday for the overall future of the program? You got to have a guy that really has a burning desire to get a quality education and also be a great football player. You know, you got to have both. You've always have embraced New Orleans. 
You've been a great ambassador for the city, for Tulane University. Well, I appreciate you taking that. We, we, you know, I just love it here in New Orleans. And just everybody, you know, it's, it, it, the city's just you know, sensational. We just a dime for a person who came up to me after game. You know, I had tickets in the old Tulane Stadium. And, you know, I've, I've, I've heard that a, a ton of times. And then, you know, that's, that's good that we're able to make some people happy. That's Willie Fritz joining us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Roll away. The spirit of New Orleans. It's Corey Johnson on the Neutral Ground. For Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread is more than a vocation. It's a sacred mission. And for five generations, they've used the same time-honored process, baking their signature loaf with its crisp crust and delicate center, unique and still good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po'boy shop, for over 125 years, New Orleans' own Leidenheimer. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day, by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, it's open now. We fix cars and trucks. We do all makes and models. And it doesn't have to be a Ford or a Lincoln. It could be whatever you're driving. 32,000 square feet under roof. Now open at 3101 Williams Boulevard. It's all about you, the customer, getting the most for your dollar. I would say the most perfect collision center anywhere. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, 3101 Williams Boulevard. Go check it out. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. Hey guys, it's Frank Smith from LasVegasGambling.com with your weekend five-star lock of the week, lock of the week, lock of the week. Take the Lakers and the points over the Clippers. Sell the house, sell the boat, sell your children. Send grandma away and take the money. Put everything you've got on this five-star selection. It's the Lakers over the Clippers. And we've also got a fantastic five-star parlay as well. Call us now, 888-555-7777. It's Frank Smith, a.k.a. The Hammer, from LasVegasGambling.com. Do it now, now, now. I just got off the phone with Frank the Hammer Smith from LasVegasGambling.com, and I placed a huge bet. I sold the boat and did send Grandma away and got some cash for that, and I placed it all on John McEnroe against Drew Brees, the pickleball contest over the weekend. Thank you, Hammer, for another great selection. He's like, I'm not kidding you. 950 wins, like, to seven losses so far for me. Like, 950 wins, seven losses. 
I've made millions and millions of dollars thanks to Frank the Hammer. And all of that is entirely untrue. Corey Johnson with you. You know, it's funny. This story, I guess I got something out of it different, at least where I chuckled and laughed at the end. But just the real story is, it's kind of amazing. Uh, In Jefferson Parish... Four years in office, Jefferson Parish, Cynthia Lee Shang, the president, running unopposed. She's reelected four more years. Sheriff Joe Lapinto, running unopposed, automatically reelected for four more years. Final day of qualifying. Assessor Thomas Capella, Assessor Thomas Capella, four more years, no opposition. Coroner Jerry Satanovich, no opposition. Clerk of Court, John Guggenheimer. Now, there is some council stuff going on. Council member Dominic Impostato, term limited in the 4th District. He'll face at large uh, Division B incumbent Scott Walker. Council member Jennifer Van Vracken, who is term limited in her 5th District seat, She'll challenge at-large Division A incumbent Ricky Template. Metairie resident Frankie Hires also signed up to run against Template and Van Vracken. All of them are Republicans. All of the other five I mentioned, Parish President Cynthia Lee Shang, Sheriff Joe Lapinto, Assessor Thomas Capella, Coroner Jerry Satanovich, Clerk of Court John Gagenheimer, all Republicans. Not a single Democrat in sight in, in, in Jefferson Parish city government. I guess on the school board or something. But I think in the Orleans Parish school board, you'll probably find a Republican or two on that. But no different from New Orleans city government. No different at all. Jefferson Parish has not one Democrat or liberal representative. And Orleans Parish has not one Republican or conservative representative in city government. Not the mayor, the city council, nowhere to be seen anywhere in city government. Not one Republican. Now, I don't know, if you're living inside the vacuum and you want to compare Jefferson to Orleans and that that makes you think like Republicans do it better than Democrats, first let's compare apples to apples, not apples to oranges. New Orleans is the inner city, like anywhere in America. Jefferson Parish is a suburb of New Orleans. New Orleans isn't something of Jefferson. Jefferson is the inner city. I mean, New Orleans is the inner city. Jefferson Parish is the suburb. The North Shore, that's the exurbs. Exurbs, even beyond the suburbs. All part of Metro New Orleans. All part of Metro New Orleans. If you compare New Orleans to other cities, we don't do too well. I mean, Houston, Dallas, Atlanta, uh, Nashville, Austin, Charlotte now. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's depressing. I saw the new Nashville football stadium. I don't want that new stadium. I like the dome, but boy, all the new stuff they have, all the new buildings, all the young people mo- moving there, the money, the economy. I'm like, wow. So no, I'm, 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 you know, I am pro Metairie, I am pro New Orleans, but 
Jefferson Parish compared to other suburbs of major cities doesn't stack up all that well. Now, you, you, you compare it to New Orleans, I hear you. But New Orleans to other cities doesn't stack up so well. Jefferson Parish to other suburban areas of other cities doesn't stack up all that well in a lot of instances. So would some democratic or liberal ideas in Jefferson help? Of course it would. Just a slightly different input of that and different thinking. Just like some Republican and conservative thinking is so desperately needed in Orleans Parish. Thank you, Blue Boy. Thanks for watching and listening. Manana. You're on the neutral ground with Corey Johnson on TV on Cox Channel 4 and Spectrum Channel 333. Also on YouTube, on radio at NOLA Talk, 93.9 FM, WSLA, New Orleans. Hi, it's Ken Friend from Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Come see us over on Maple Street in Uptown. Friend and Company Fine Jewelers, Brightling Time, 6 p.m.